Robert Heydrich with the Governor's Office of Highway Safety says this law is really about making our roads safer. You know, this is not a revenue thing. This is not about enforcement. This is about a behavior change. So as long as you or your body aren't physically touching your phone, you're okay. You don't have to have it mounted. You know, you could technically have it in the passenger seat. You could have it down on the console, wherever it's not touching any part of your body. The law also prohibits you from watching or recording video while you drive. Michelle Wright, WSB. Remember way back when they started requiring you to buckle up? It took some getting used to. And for some, this may too. Um, I actually haven't because I'm going to be honest. I didn't really know that this was happening. This man says it's a little easier for him. Um, I actually just bought uh, my new truck here. So it has all the hands-free stuff in it that I didn't used to have. So it shouldn't be an issue anymore. This woman says she's trying. I have not yet. Um... I'm very aware of the law and I'm doing like a good job of telling like all my friends like, hey, by the way, you can't be on your phone when you're driving. Hey, by the way, you can't be on your phone. You can't hold your phone. But I am still kind of holding my phone. This woman is just honest. Um, I haven't, but after my first ticket, I may. And this man says ticket or not. My habits have not changed at all. I still use my phone tremendously. It's not going to stop me and you can't really pull people over for it. And if I get a ticket, I get a ticket, but I doubt it's going to happen. Jennifer Griffiths, WSB. Siri, call home. Bluetooth is now standard equipment in most new vehicles, but if your ride is older, WSB consumer expert Clark Howard says you do have choices. The easiest and most common way to add Bluetooth to a vehicle's radio is by using a Bluetooth receiver. You pair your phone to the receiver and stream audio to it. The other option is a dedicated Bluetooth speakerphone. One thing that's really easy, if you're in an older car, doesn't have Bluetooth in it, you can go buy one of the things that clips on your visor for about 20 to $30 that Bluetooth to your car. Andy says once you hook it up, it's pretty easy. You just have that device, you Bluetooth it to your phone, and then your directory of people is loaded into it, and you just say, call whoever right now. Or you could just use that time in the car to disconnect from your phone. Sabrina Cupid, WSB. Sherry Madliak can pinpoint the minute her 14-year-old son died. She last talked to Parker at 9.26 the night of February 9, 2015. He was walking home on Welcome Arnco Road in Noonan. When the police found out when the boy hit him and they looked at his phone and found out what he was doing and he was texting his girlfriend, it was right after that, 9.27. I knew it happened right then. Parker's death was instant, but the loss Sherry feels is infinite. So it seems is her anger. It made me so mad to think that my son was killed and all this is is a misdemeanor. The driver, Cody Landry, says in a video he made as part of his probation sentence that he was only distracted for a moment. I looked down at my phone for one second and I hit something that moved my whole truck. Sherry Madliak says that's why Georgia's hands-free law is overdue. People get on their phone and they're looking at their phone and they're typing and they're Snapchatting and they're watching movies. I mean, come on, they can wait. None of it is worth a life. None of it. Madliak believes as lawbreakers get ticketed going hands-free with our phones will become second nature like buckling up. Tickets are better than lives any day. Veronica Waters, WSB. Let's say this happens to you. In the aftermath of a wreck like this, one of the first things investigators will want to know is whether you were on your phone. They'll ask you... And then someone like Will Baggett will ask your phone. I look to see at this slice of time, was the driver distracted? Were they on their phone? Baggett is a digital forensic examiner. He works for a company called R.W. Grant Consulting. And even if you lie and try to delete your call history and your texts, 
Baggett says your phone will more than likely give you away. If you delete data when you're being pulled over, it's recoverable. That's the bottom line. The ability to delete information to the degree law enforcement or forensic investigators like Baggett can't find it, well, he says that's just not available to the average cell phone user. What happens if you try to delete the data and get caught? Baggett says that's an area of Georgia law still evolving. His advice, don't try it. In Midtown Atlanta, Pete Combs, WSB. We don't have a planned grace period. When the new law takes effect, the city of Lawrenceville is prepared to begin writing tickets. Anytime there's a stop made for any infraction, it's kind of a case-by-case basis if the officer is going to give a ticket. It's the officer's discretion. Lieutenant Jake Parker tells me the department, along with the city of Lawrenceville, has been getting the word out through social media and flyers added to utility bills. The situation is different for the city of Norcross Police Department and Gwinnett County Police, where a 90-day grace period will be in place for writing tickets. Gwinnett Police Corporal Wilbert Rundle says the time will be used for education. Because we're not out there just trying to write every ticket we can or things like that. We really want to educate the public for their safety. Robert Heydrich with the Governor's Office of Highway Safety says while each police agency may have its own policy, best be prepared to be ticketed if you're holding your phone. Starting on July 1st, if a law enforcement officer sees you driving with a phone in your hand, they will pull you over and it's up to that officer to determine whether or not you will get a citation or a warning. In Gwinnett County, Sandra Parrish, WSB. Flying by you on the road, police, firefighters, EMS in their vehicles get a pass from this law. It's very important that as we go, we're getting up-to-the-minute information so we can go in with as much information as possible. Gwinnett Police Sergeant Jake Smith says some level of distracted driving is already part of daily life for their officers anyway, with other equipment like computers on board. We train for it. We try to get the computer as close as we can to the windshield so that at least out of your peripheral vision as you read the computer, you'll still see what's happening on the road in front of you. In Marietta, Officer Jared Rakestraw says their force goes through defensive driving tactics training. But on top of that... Anything that we're purchasing now comes equipped with Bluetooth, so that has eliminated a lot of the hands-on argument as far as any calls that come in can be linked directly through the speakers on our vehicle. By the way, civilian drivers get one pass from this law. That's to make an emergency call to a first responder. Our dispatch you know, keeps a record of you know, the people that call in, the numbers that they call in on. It would be pretty easy to confirm their testimony if they said that's what they were doing. Edgar Trey gets WSB.